Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Paul Hamilton. Rob Ray joins Shopman Bulldog. Game days at 4. Howard and Jeremy welcome Marty Piron Thursday mornings at 7.30 on WGR Sports Radio 550. And there they all are right there. What's in there? Sal Capaccio's in there. Jeremy White. Shopman the Bulldog. There's Alan Davis. John and Brian Cozio. Pat Malcaro. Whole crew is in there. Really? And you know what? Paul is the only one upstairs working. The rest of the guys are on vacation. Or at a hockey game. But that's okay. It's cool. We all love Rob. Folks feeling a little nostalgic around here today? Not just because today is Ron Say's 75th birthday. All right, Penguin. Happy Happy birthday birthday to the Penguin. Were you a Penguin fan? I liked him. Yes. Sure. I mean, you're, you know, 10 years old. There's a guy on it. I didn't like the Dodgers. I liked the Reds until I became a Red Sox fan. Uh, largely because you know, the first baseball games I ever went to were Reds games. Um, in person, I mean, at Riverfront Stadium in Cincinnati. Uh, so the Dodgers were, like, they and the Reds were powerhouses. Um, so I didn't like the Dodgers, but I liked, you know, the dude's nickname is the Penguin. Great name, great nickname, great look. The Fitting, bushy, too. I mean, the way uh, he ran, I mean, the, the, it, to- it totally worked. Rumor has it that Paul got his idea for his mustache from Ron Say. I believe it. A little bit of a similarity there. No, not just Ron Say's birthday, but also that. Also, Howard's news. I was thinking of Paul here uh, about this at one point this morning. I know, Paul, sorry for this. I mean, I know Howard is your arch enemy. uh, But, like, you know, Bulldog and Howard connected before he and I knew each other, before Howard and I knew each other, too, for that matter. And you and I did. Like, I think of getting started and... Those days in Rochester when I ran the board for you. Yep, yep. I had known Howard, though, since Elmira. I was with Batavia doing New York Penn League baseball, and he was with Elmira, and Jim Jackson, the Philadelphia Flyers announcer, was doing the Utica Blue Sox. Wow. So the three of us all came up together. And then Howard took me to Niagara Falls with him, and we did the Niagara Falls Rapids together. And then... uh, we became arch rivals <laughs> <laughs> when he was at Empire, although neither one of us would buy all that garbage. I mean, uh, we, were, we were the best of friends, and we couldn't have cared less if I, either one of our bosses minded or not. Uh, we weren't going to, you know, sure, we were, you know, trying to do the best jobs we could, but we weren't going to hate each other because we worked at rival stations. Just don't be seen together was all that was asked, right? <laughs> Just don't be seen together. Don't go on one another's shows, maybe. That was yeah, so that's, right. that's right. That's right. That's all well, congratulations to Howard. Yes, absolutely. Do, do you guys think when, when it's your turn to write to uh, retire that you'll write a letter like that? I don't know. I'm still, like, what, 30 years away from that. So, you know, <laughs> right. it's you know it's nothing I have to think about real soon. 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I Mike, what did Mar- what did Marv Levy used to say? Oh, he I, used I, to say, I, if it's too cold for them, <laughs> it's just right for us. You start listening to the fans, you'll be sitting with them. Uh, but, the, you know, the, the bit about retirement, I, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I obviously read what Howard wrote today. Um, I consider him a, a dear friend and, and someone very important in my, my broadcasting career. I said earlier, and I mean it, I, I don't know that I would be here if, if I hadn't gone to intern for him when I did. Because the opening that ended up being at the end of that internship turned into this for me. I mean, so I was in the right place at the right time. That was some somewhat calculated. I knew they were getting the Bills um, radio deal that you know that summer. That was the summer before their first season carrying the Bills after they left WGR. So I went. I went to WBEN, and I thought, well, they're probably going to need people once this thing takes. And I was right. And so. You know, but Howard taking me in was very important to that. I, I again, I don't know that I'd be here without him. And um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, the letter. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I I, I have no idea if I would like, to even start pondering anything like that. Is uh, it, it's just I can't even really get there right now. Well, what I found out during COVID, and through no fault of anybody else, I mean, it was COVID. I mean. A lot of things happened in COVID, but I didn't have a job for 10 months. And I found out then that I'm not ready to retire. I wanted nothing to do with retiring. Uh, I don't have a lot of hobbies. I don't golf. I don't have somebody to travel with. It was like, hey, you know, I, I'm ready to work. And I'm so fortunate that I'm back. And I'll be back for a while because uh, I enjoy my job. And I, as I said, I'm, I'm not ready to retire. And I found that out very quickly, uh, you know, during COVID. Are the Sabres getting ready to retire their playoff hopes? Sorry. Uh, Let's hope not, but they're not looking good here lately. There's still plenty of time, Paul. What's going wrong? Well, it should change, you would think, because normally they're pretty good on the road, and they were good in parts of the Los Angeles games. Unfortunately, for 10 minutes, they let it get away from them and let four goals in the net. And it went from 0-0 to 4-0. I thought Buffalo, you know, they played a much better third period, but as, as Bulldog would say, the Kings were just trying to get the game into the garage, and I understand that. But that's something as a coach you can use coming into this game against Anaheim. Say, okay, guys, in the third period you got to your game, you scored a couple of goals. It was more like Buffalo Sabres hockey. I mean, he doesn't have to bring up that the Kings basically were just trying to get the game over with and go home. Um, but still, maybe you know they can build on that. And, and the good news is, for the most part, they've played well on the road. They have two more road games coming up, and then they play the Leafs at home, and then two more road games against very difficult teams that they have trouble with in, in Florida and Tampa. But still, four of their next five are away from home where they normally do pretty well. So maybe this will get them back into the race. Who knows? I mean, that's yeah. the problem with this race. I mean, you're not going to win every game. So when, when you go into a little bit of a spin, now teams are going to come past you because they just finished their spin, and now they're going well. The Detroit Red Wings would be a great example of that. Um, you know, and that's, that's going to be the bouncing of this uh, probably throughout uh, April. Paul, I, I think, you know, anyone who's followed hockey for you know, any amount of time uh, understands that line changes are going to happen. It's a long mm-hmm. season. Um, and, you know, the Sabres had been, you, you you wrote today, right? How many games in a row is it with three or fewer and even two or fewer in three out of four or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. So they haven't been getting results offensively like they were. 
Um, so Granado put the lines in a blender. You know, you're going to play a very tight checking team, and the Sabers to me looked like you know they hadn't been on the ice a whole bunch with the guys they were playing with on. on uh, yeah, I, I think he went with it too long. I don't mind that he did it. He probably changes lines less than any head coach I've experienced here with the Buffalo Sabers, and I've experienced quite a few of them. So not as many as Howard. I got to get a shot in here before I leave. But uh, still, I, I've experienced quite a few of them, and he changes lines a lot less than any of them do. But I still think I wouldn't have gone 40 minutes with it. It was pretty evident to me in the first period that this just wasn't working. And maybe he thought, all right, we'll give it a period. Let's try it again. But I, I, I would have abandoned it long before he did. And uh, it just – there was no cohesiveness at all with those lines. It just wasn't working at all. And and that's the thing. When you don't change lines a lot, you don't have experience with certain players. You know, all of a sudden you're playing with guys you've played very little with. And now they're on your wing or they're centering and you don't have a lot of experience with them. When you have a coach like Lindy Ruff who changes lines all the time, well, it doesn't matter. You can be with any of the 12 forwards and you're going to be fine because you've played with them all. And, and, and probably more than once. So, you know, but I, that's one thing I think Renato missed out on. I think he, he stayed with it way too long. That's interesting. I mean, it seems to me that changing lines is often done for the sake of doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, Lindy made a comment to me once that I've mentioned many times about, well, you got to do something when you're the coach. You know, like uh, whether it's how you run your practice or what you do sort of with – deadlines and curfews and things or it's this you know you you don't have a big bench you can go to you're not calling six guys up from the minors like they're these are your players and as you say the Sabres never have an injury (laughs) so like these these are your players so you got to do something I don't blame Granado at that point going out west you know there's sort of a moment there all right let's let's try something and I think people maybe even the players would want him to but whether or not it's specific to a system, you make an interesting point about when you do it more often, it's not as jarring to players, perhaps. Um, you got to go with the units that you think are optimal. And so, all right, we mixed it up, didn't work, let's go back. Yeah, no, absolutely you do. And the, that's the one thing I admire about Granado. He's not afraid to try things. He's not afraid to put Tange Thompson at center. Nobody was thinking of that. And if Tage Thompson, for some reason, would have gotten traded or wound up on another team, I, I wonder if that coach would have thought of it. But that's something Granado thought of, and, and good for him. I mean, look, look at the results. So he's not afraid to try things. I, that's probably the first time I've said to myself, boy, he, whatever that thing he tried didn't work, and he waited <laughs> right. too long on it. Usually he has a pretty good feel for a game and how it's going uh, with the bench and everything. But uh, – and not that I don't think he had a feel for this one. I was just think he thought maybe if you give it more time, it'll work. I mean, sure, he has eyes. He could see it wasn't working. But I think maybe he thought, all right, well, it was just one period. Let's let's keep it going and see if maybe we can get going. Like you said, period. though, right? I mean, they, they they were sort of, you know, maybe in a road game. They were, they were kind of in the same game they played against the Kings back here that they ended up winning 6 nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just sort of try not to screw anything up. Uh, t- you know, bide your time, uh, and and that sort of thing. So you know, even though they weren't getting great results, the the game was scoreless. You know, well into the second period, it was, and it, it looked exactly like the game. Uh, you know, they 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 weren't awful. I mean, the shots were seven five in the first period. 
It wasn't like they were giving up chance after chance after right. chance. Um, and they weren't getting a lot of chances either. They were, they were being – where they weren't being patient, and I think where these lines were blowing up, is the Kings just would stand them up at the blue line and they'd continue to try to stick handle through three guys. Well, this is the National Hockey League. One of you probably is not going to stick handle through three guys very often. Maybe Tage Thompson will on a rare occasion. But they were doing it almost every time up the ice. In the third period, what they did is they put the puck in areas where they could get around the defense and go get it. So they weren't losing possession by dumping it in. And then they would get a forecheck going. It was the first time the whole game they were getting forechecks going. And what were they doing? Then they started creating opportunities. They scored a couple of goals and had a couple of great chances to score some other goals. And, uh, you know, so... They, it took them two periods to figure out, you know what, maybe trying to skate through three guys isn't going to work here, and they did something different. Paul Hamilton on the West Shore Hotline. Lukanen tonight? Well, Lance was writing yesterday that Comrie spent the whole practice. They did not have a morning skate, but he spent the whole practice by himself in the net where Anderson and Lukanen alternated in the other, usually when that happens. The goalie who has the net on his own is the goalie in the next game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So okay. by going by that, I would say there's a pretty good chance Comrie is in net. Comrie has their last win. I mean, it, right. uh, they've lost four in a row now, and Comrie has the last win. So it was uh, he had a good game. He, he didn't have many shots. As I recall, he only made 19 saves on 21 yep. shots and only gave up two against the, a good Winnipeg Jets team, his former team. So, uh, you know, they, if it is him, they may be looking at it that way as well. He, he's the last guy to win, so why not? Let's put him in the net. He played one of his better games of the year that in that game. You know, things have not been going well defensively. Not to blame only goaltenders. There have been some goals by Anderson and Lukanen that they yeah. both want back recently. But still, they've had two four-goal periods and one three-goal period against in the last two games. Uh, I'm, that, I'm, 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 I'm hearing all of that, but it, it really, I mean, for Lucan in, I, you know, the, the game on Saturday was, was, was pretty bad. Maybe his worst performance of the season, uh, in my opinion, but he's been their guy. So you, you really want to get these, these other two games against, you know, two of the bottom teams in the West. I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm. It's been a while since we've taken goaltending opinions out for a spin, like mm-hmm. as to who should play. But it sort of feels to me like you should go with your best guy, and your best guy yeah. has been Lukanen. Yes, I would be. Go- I would be going with Lukanen if I were the head yeah. coach. I would not want him sitting there because what does he say all the time? That he doesn't want young players sitting there thinking, "If I make a mistake, I'm going to be out of the lineup." Well, it wasn't a good game for Lukanen. So I would especially, since I, I, as a coach, I would be saying that all the time, want to put him back in the net when it's like he should be back in the net. And normally this would have been enough rest or whatever if he needed a rest. You know, I don't think he needed one. I just think they wanted to get Anderson a game to put mm-hmm. him back in the net. So I, even if I need to get um, Comrie a game, this wouldn't be it. I would, I would, for for his mental state, I would have, uh, I would have uh, Lucan in goal. Fair enough. I might be willing to reset a little bit with Comrie, who missed so much time for an injury. Did give them a good performance. You know, he, he's an asset too, and the, the pressure's on a little bit. So I, I don't mind that idea. I might have pushed him if I, if I had that in mind. I might have pushed him to San Jose, and and let 
for just for the mental reason, let Lukanen have this one, and then let Comrie. If I had that on my mind, what you're talking about, if as the head coach, put Comrie in in San Jose. All right, thanks, Paul. Any questions for us? Not today. I don't have any. Not not one. Okay. Sure. No. Thank you. Good 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 effort. <laughs> there you go. That's our Paul Hamilton on the Wester Hotline and his appearance with. I'm sorry. His appearances with us are brought to you by. It wasn't that bad. It sounded mistake, fine. But it, I just got really hung. I don't know. I just. I. It really annoyed me that I stumbled there. Uh, his appearances are brought to you by Equitable Advisors, thinking about today and planning for tomorrow, and by Relax Honda. Relax, we got this. I don't want to start anything, but I just wanted to say, like, if you went by expected goals, which hockey analytics would, the Sabers are a better team at home this year. They have that sort of weird uh, record with the Western Conference teams on the road where they've beaten, like, they're 10-4 and four in those games. But just goaltending variance that's typical for every team, every almost every team, like every year, same stuff. But they, they've performed better at home uh, this year by a little bit. I think it's by three points. that You would just say the expected goals for each game, like then mm-hmm. allocate points, like the standings, and their home record would be better. Uh, it happens, happens every year. There's always teams that are sort of weird like this. So... Um, I don't think it's a thing, but you know, maybe uh, maybe it is. <laughs> that's that's just what I think. It it should be said. Yeah. Like if you analyze it, they're you know if you stop to analyze it, they're not a better team on the road. Actually, they haven't played better. better. Results. They've better gotten better results. And if you know hockey at all, you know how wackadoo it can be with goalies and just bounces and luck. There's a ton of it. So it isn't a story that that happens. It's just. Something I think I want fans to know. Well, I sure hope they they get they get themselves a good game tonight, uh, whether it's home or the road. But it, you know, obviously it's the road uh, because the the it they have they've lo- they've lost ground. That's it. They're plain and simple. They still got got games in hand, like big time five on the teams immediately in front of them. That's the Islanders in Florida. Four still on the Capitals. Um, but you know, Detroit's right there. Ottawa's a point back. Philly's only two back of where the Sabres are. They stink, though. I know, but whatever. Like, there's traffic, so get get it together here, Sabres. That's right. It's a bad time of the year to lose four in a row. You haven't played a lot in the last few weeks because of the break and, and the all-star break within the break and all that, but you got to get going, man. This is where we're all on the same page. Wanting them to step up. And beat the Ducks. Everybody beats the Ducks. Come on. Pretty much. They they have – they were just uh, – they were in the midst of like a 5-1-1 one one stretch or something, Anaheim. So they, they, well, they, they had played lose. maybe the, like the best stretch of the season. But I think that that has ended. I don't, I don't think they're still on a heater. They just lost badly to Vegas, right, their yeah, last game? I think they, that's right. Sabres are minus 225 on the road tonight. Like, they're, they're a good favorite tonight. They're not the Leafs. Minus 550 at home against Chicago, but they're a good favorite on the road. All right, 9 o'clock pregame, 10 o'clock, Sabres and Ducks. We had our last chat for a while as the football season has ended today with Ross Tucker, and we'll have that for you after this timeout. Mike Shope and the Bulldog, WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.